0: Hey traders, David Frost. My strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, August 23, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? First, let's cover a little housekeeping. I recognize ...that there's a slight issue over the last couple of days with the video recording posted to YouTube. I get it. I'm using a new piece of software. I'm trying to tweak it here and there. It's running its course. One or two more tries, and then it gets the pink slip if it's not going to work. Also known as the shit can. I appreciate your patience. Give me one or two more tries... And then we'll make a final decision into the weekend. And next week, it should be all cleared up one way or the other. Onward and upward. Let's refocus our attention on the spider chart. They're pushing into what we discussed last night, which is the convergence of moving averages. Whether they get into and above the 20 period, moving average remains somewhat of a mystery right now. However, getting at least to the underside of the 50-period moving average was kind of in the cards. A rough draft of the Fibonacci retracement shows they got to, around today, the 3.82 retracement. Next up would be the 50%. They don't necessarily have to get there. 50% is around 4.46 and change. They don't have to, but can. They could come in between, called a midpoint. So they've gotten to and achieved a garden variety normal retracement. We don't know whether they'll stop at a 382, a 50%, a 618. All we're saying is they're getting into the period of time price where we would expect to begin seeing some overhead resistance, with overhead resistance, the first order of businesses, they're likely to stop going in the direction they're going. In this case, resistance means they're going upward. The next phase would be, do they go sideways for a while or do they have a rejection slash pullback? We're looking for overhead resistance in and around those moving averages. Now, inside the number members, we'll certainly have a beat on the more specific numerical data or should I say dater, we start providing that information right around zero dark 30 in the morning. As an aside, we have a relatively large or important earnings announcement in NVIDIA. They're going to announce while I'm making this video, if I can spot it out of the corner of my eye, I'll switch over. We'll take a look at what's going on. Either they'll be popping them or they'll be dropping them. Now, back to the spiders. Let's remember the weekly chart. This is a pullback in an uptrend from a weekly chart perspective. Nothing special, just a normal garden variety pullback. They didn't even get to the 20-period moving average or home base, but what they did do is they came back toward home base as home base or the 20-period moving average was creeping up, giving price and time an opportunity to converge Whether they hit it or not doesn't matter. They came back toward home base. We talk about it all the time. All charts act and react the same way. Doesn't matter whether this is a daily, weekly, monthly, hourly, 10-minute chart. Makes no difference. They all do the same stuff, just to different magnitude using different numbers. Let's also not lose focus on what's happening later this week. We have the what's called Jackson Hole boondoggle situation could be a market-moving event, could be a great excuse to move the market, whether they trade up into the boondoggle and a sell-the-news event, or they end up with follow-through as a result of the news event. Either way, we don't know in advance. What we do know is it's a great excuse to move the tape. Does that get them up into those moving averages? Very possible. Whether a run-up into and a reversal from, something like that, we're going to expect... The unexpected, but we're going to expect movement around the boondoggle situation. Jackson Hole boondoggle. Now, we're going to switch gears a little bit tonight. We're going to talk about something off the beaten track a little bit. But first, what I want to do is show you, for example, the intraday 30-minute chart. So here's your gap higher open. They basically took off to the upside. They went sideways around lunchtime and then another move in the afternoon. Not a trader's tape. It was pretty much a one-way tape with a pause in between. So not much we could do with it from a trading perspective. Inside the number, live room members had a couple of scalps early in the morning. But other than that, unless you were willing to be long, it was not a trader's type of tape. Hence, and there's always a method to the madness why I'm going to switch gears a little bit today and show you something a little different. But what I want to do, as I always do, is I want to show you the notes. You can pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, double-check the work. I want to move on and show you something a little bit different tonight because I think you'll find it interesting. I know some of you have been waiting to see what I'm about to show you. There's all the commentary There's stocks on the move. Nothing doing today. Nike jumped below the first target. It came up short of the second target, finished above the first target. That's all we had on the board today. All right. Now, what is it that I want to show you? We're talking Lazy Swing Trader. So this is the member-facing area of the website for members of Lazy Swing Trader. All right. Fair enough. And bear with me. I'm not here to sell this to you. I'm here to show this to you. I'm not selling sizzle, showing you the only trades that did great. I'm just showing you everything. If you recall, there's a new system in town. I've got an algorithm, it's linked to an alert system. Members who sign up for the alerts, when a stock meets the criteria, hits its number, you get an alert, it goes on the board. We've got stops. We've got profit targets. You get an alert at each of them. The whole nine yards. Everything all the way through. You have a watch list in the morning so you know what's about to come on the alert so you're prepared. The whole thing. You want to learn more, go to lazyswingtrader.com. It's all in there. But what I want to show you is the trades that were closed since the alert system hit. In fact, we'll just look from August closures. All right, so here we have Abvi down at the bottom, that was a call option. We had the stock and the call option. The alert system is based on the price of the stock, but this one was open before the alert system got fired up. But keep in mind, the alert system and the new algorithm got fired up, meaning I put it out to the world, if you will, to the members, when the market started coming down. So it's at least tested from a pullback perspective, at least for now. We had longs, we had shorts. Let's see how it held up. Here's everything that was closed in August, meaning it was open. Most of these were open and closed in August. A couple of these were open before August. All right, so starting at the bottom, AbbVicol, 184%, tremendous. Wheat, 11%. That was open before the alert system. J.B. Hunt, part of the alert system, 4.69. Here's a loss, square or block, 5.26 loss. Okay, fair enough. SJM. Little win, less than a percent. How about letter X? U.S. Steel, 30%. ADI, negative 2.4. KR, 3.58. Texan Flat, Herbalife, 4%. BJ's, 4.6%. Spider Put, that was before the alert system was out, but it was closed. We had two exits already, and it was closed today. 52.44. Net, 8.29. And Light, these actually... Just closed out today, 10% on light. And then also we had Valero, which somehow didn't make it to this board. That was also closed out today. But wait, there's more. Here's what I did. I took the ones I just went over with you and I did a hypothetical. So this is just August stuff that was closed out. You take the 14 on the list, you got three red. So the percentages pan out to what I'm always saying. It's gonna be 80 plus percent winners most of the time that's just the way it works and i just did something simple i took the stock the percentage gain assumed for the hypothetical purposes ten thousand dollars invested in this swing trade this column is the current price and then this is the gain based on a ten thousand dollar or loss based on a ten thousand dollar investment in the swing trade there's your result right down here 79 77 it's just cut and dry it's just black white and red period And there goes NVIDIA up at $510, whatever it is. The earnings come out, the market likes whatever they said, and there you have it. Should help the NASDAQ, should help all markets across the board, unless you get one of those flip-around situations. Oh no, it's selling off on the conference call. All right, let's get back to business. I just wanted to cover from a swing trade perspective the new algorithm slash alert system. I'm just showing you what's happening. What's going on over in camp IWM? Same routine, trying to carve out a low. It's a retracement operation. It's a bounce and a downtrend, all that stuff. Can they get up to that 50 period moving average? Anything's possible. It's a tall order when you compare and contrast the difference between where the IWM is and where the SPY is. Run up into the Jackson Hole boondoggle, maybe even up into next week, but either way, you'll start running into overhead resistance from not only a price perspective, but also a time perspective across all these equity markets. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Team Buttigieg. Still having trouble with that 50-period moving average. They're hugging it, but they can't really get above yet. They had a flip around this morning. They finished strong on the day, but still yet to get above that 50. And what they're actually doing, if you just look at this thing from a logical, common-sense perspective, they're just making a bearish, flaggish pattern after the move down until they break the chain That's what they're doing. How did they break the chain convincingly get back above that 50 period moving average and start heading up toward in the vicinity of, or at least in the direction of that 20 period moving average. Other than that, it's a bearish pattern in a bounce slash retracement formation. What about the Q people? Right into just about the convergence of the 50 and 20 period moving average. We talked about this last night. We talked about this in the live room today and here they are basically almost touching it during today's trading session. Pretty big update for Team Q. If NVIDIA stays up, you'll likely see them spike through and more upside tomorrow unless you get the flip around crap out situation in NVIDIA. And that's right. It's not NVIDIA. It's NVIDIA. Kind of like DATER, Pasteur, Soder. What about the financials, the XLF? Well, again, finished positive, finished near the highs of the day, but still yet making a bearish flaggish pattern underneath the convergence or underneath the 200 period moving average, and you've got the 50 right above. You've got the 20 down sloping. The longer this goes sideways, if they do, without getting above these moving averages, the more pressure there will be over time to the downside. Jackson Hole boondoggle is a great excuse to move the tape. Financials, other equity markets, all kinds of stuff. Bonds, precious metals, you name it. Now this one's interesting, good old smash mouth. So yesterday they hit their convergence of 20 and 50 period moving average and had a sell-off. Today, right back up to the same place. So it's a rejection, but an immediate rescue operation which negates the rejection. If NVIDIA is going to stay up, and so far they're still around the same place, if NVIDIA is going to stay up, then the cues will be up, Smash Mouth will be up, it'll be a risk-off type of situation leading right into the boondoggle event. Got a couple of questions on crude oil, might as well cover it tonight, haven't covered it in a while. We talk about it in the live room from time to time, but I haven't covered it in here for a while. Just want to point something out that's important on the daily chart. So first, we take this breakout area, and we know that why? Because the market ran up to that place, couldn't get through it, finally got through it, and now they've come back to retest that general area. What happens if they crack it? What happens if they get beneath it? Well, you have this convergence of moving averages, which creates a support box, if you will. So, anywhere from this breakout area into these moving averages, you're looking at where is it? 77 and change down to 75 bucks is garden variety chart support from a daily chart perspective. Not only in price, but we can throw in time as well. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.